Hello, partners, friends, God lovers around the world. Thank you so much for joining us for tonight's broadcast. I am really, really excited. I've been looking forward to this broadcast for some time. I am with my brother from another mother, Chris Ritchie. Chris and I have been friends at least 17 years. 17 years. And I've told time. you this. I've told you this. It feels like 45 years. <laughs> this is why I, per I actually pursued a friendship with you. You did. Sometimes you there's did. like organic friendships. Like, this you know, they not, just. This they was just, not one of this them. This was not organic <laughs> at all. It definitely was not. This is a true story because you would call me constantly yeah. and people are like, what is this guy doing? <laughs> this guy in love with you? What's going on here? And then you, no, it's, you it's revealed, really true. You revealed later that the Lord told you to pursue me. So yeah, I was at I was at a youth camp. I mean, I am a good looking dude. So you are at a youth camp, and I was working. It was my first full time ministry job, and you actually it was at a youth camp, but yeah, for a church. I think yeah. I think the the gentleman I was working for introduced me. Goes he goes, hey, this is Chris Ritchie, and you're going, what's your name, Abernathy? And I was That's like, right. I was kind of ticked, Abernathy, and I just hear the the voice of the Lord go, you need to be friends with that guy. That's wild. That's actually a pretty crazy story. And, you know, because I, probably in the way I was, I'm wired generally, I don't just like, hey, I'm going to be this guy's friend. No, you don't actually. And Knowing you now, that's yeah, true. Yeah. And I just, I literally, I just, what, like once a week? Well, usually? I hope it's been good for you. Yeah. <laughs> once a week. <laughs> and then, and then it started becoming like actually a mutual friendship. And we've had, uh, I mean, we've walked through a lot together. You came to my wedding and I hardly knew you. Yeah, yeah. You invited me to your wedding. You well, invited me but to your I, was wedding. Just, I was just trying to be polite. And then he actually <laughs> <you>? showed up. <laughs> Is that really true? You didn't think I was going to show up? No. <laughs> no. I just figured I never, I, I never knew that. You're like, well, I'll invite him, you know. People are like, what is he doing here? I'm like, <laughs> I don't even hardly know the guy. But that, I did. But that kind of was the, uh, the first time we really got to hey, know Hey, I each gave other. a gift too. I don't remember what it was. I gave a gift. What dude. was it? What do I usually give? Money. No, you probably gave me like a a, a pot or pan no, I or didn't. Something. I didn't. I wouldn't have given you a pot or pan, but right. I know I give money. I didn't have a lot then, so but it <laughs> but it was a lot for me. Whatever I gave you, whatever I gave I'm you, I'm sure was, it was like the widow's mite. It it really was probably. Yeah. Right. It was well, like, I, like well, that's why you're blessed now because years ago you blessed me. Yeah, and the Lord is now blessing you. Yeah, I yeah. mean, twenty five, thirty bucks would have been a lot for me back then. Really. Oh yeah, it would have been a sacrifice. Or even oh. I, I'm, I don't know how much I gave you, but wow. money. Well, I appreciate so, it. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever it was. So here we are, almost 18 years later, and sitting and, in my church sanctuary, I which know. is still shocking. Yeah, I know. Who would have ever thought that? That's I, really. I, wouldn't have. I still don't. <laughs> I still don't. And even even we just I just saw your two youngest daughters, mm, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. And I'm like. Oh Amazing. my gosh. Yeah. Before because I wasn't even obviously right, I wasn't married. Yeah. Right. Coco's six. And how old is Savvy? Four. Gosh. I remember when your oldest Josh was born. Now, so people don't think I'm a weirdo. Coco is Charlotte. Charlotte. And that's Savvy right. is Savannah. Yeah. And then I have a Gwyneth and a Josh. Or yeah. you knew him as Chachi. Chachi. Who peed on you yeah, yeah. when he was yeah. about six months so, old. So, yeah. you you you, you um, Three months you had, old. You had a child pretty quickly. After. Why did you come out after 
Josh was born, just hanging out, I guess. I think I hung out and I ministered. Ministered, you know, yep. you, know, you were always kind when I, I was, was just starting very, out. I'm you a very always, kind man. You, you always find a place for me to minister, and I saw you. It's getting harder to do that now. <laughs> no. <laughs> and Chachi's like literally like four months old, and I'm holding him, and, it, yep. and we're, you, you're giving him a bath or something, literally in your sink at your condo. In the kitchen, yep. Yep, and he peed on me. I remember where you're standing, and yep. you're like, you're holding him, and you said, I think he just peed. <laughs> and you didn't even freak out. Yeah. yeah. So warm, we, was it warm? We, yeah, it was nice yeah. and warm. Nice he, definitely, and warm. <laughs> he definitely peed. He definitely peed. Definitely peed. So we, we've walked through a lot as friends. A lot more than that. Some personal things, which are obviously are private, but right. we both walked each other through quite a bit of things. Yeah. yeah. You know what I can say for both of us? And I think this is, I've said this is my testimony. I know you can agree with. God's been so faithful to us. Yeah. Faithful and kind and yeah. even through things yeah. or you don't think I just want to say that if you're watching yeah. this program tonight or whenever you're listening to it and you're walking you're just like I don't know like you want to give up mm. all I know is that God is faithful mm. and that's not just something to say to make you feel better in the moment it's not a soulish thing God will be I mean there's so many times in the years we've known each other beyond that but it that where I was like, I, I don't know how I'm going to walk through this. Like, what's going to happen? And God was faithful. And he's used us to help each other. Yeah. Um, and we've had some, like any good friends and brothers would be, we've had some tense times where we, you know, we've raised our voices, you know, and things like that. But we've always gotten through it. Yeah. And uh, we've always understand. Here's, here's another key. Um, this works in marriage. We are not married. We're definitely not thing. married. <laughs> I, um, but I've been married 16 years. This is because I've known you 17. You met me a year before, maybe even, maybe a year and a half before. I think a year and a half, yeah. Um, and all, you always have to know that the other person in the relationship has your best interests at heart. Otherwise, you'll yeah. never trust them. So I've known him long enough, known you long enough to know that even when we've had issues, you've always had my best interest at fault. And we haven't agreed on and seen eye to eye and everything, but we always know each other's best interest is for each other. That's right. And so that's really important yeah. to have relationships with that. You won't have relationships like that without a ton of people. It's a very small I agree. Uh, group of people that God puts in your life. What do we call them? Divine uh, appointments. Yeah. Right. Well, Proverbs says a friend sticks closer than a, than a brother. brother. Yeah. And so it's really true. But you're not going to have my, unless you find this different, I don't right. think you can have like 10 of those guys. That's a lot. I think you have like two or three. No, I agree with you. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it's a small, and I think too. I mean, you have friends that are on yeah. the out, but, and they're almost there, but there's a difference between, do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. There's, there's a, there's, there's certain things that you know, that you know, I can share this with person. And, and, yeah. and I think, that's one of the key characteristics why I appreciate this relation. And I see it the way you do it and I do is that you might not even like, I'll ask you something. Hey, what do you think about this? I'm like, no, I totally did. But like, I got to think about it yeah. because you don't, you just want to see me flourish. I want to yep. see your flourish. I want to see you do well. And uh, personally, yeah, I believe right now, here we go. You were born for this moment. Here it is. Honestly, you, Chris and yeah. Carly Ritchie, were born yeah. to be in the assignment that they're in right now. It's not it's not the only one. Yeah. But it you were born for it. Now that le that would I know you're doing this. This is your show, but if I was the interviewer, I have a <laughs> podcast. That would lead me right into Trump. Yeah, let's let's talk about that. Let's go back to that. 
because yeah. we're sitting right here in the midst of this not finalized. I hope this airs before it's final. It will. It will. We still don't know who our president is. No. So when we're recording this, flying here, and I don't watch. A l- I barely it's, watch. Um, it's it's t- it, we are. It's Thursday, November. Um, 19th. November 19th. Yeah, right. I don't, and, this, and I don't watch a lot, but I, I just had this, oh, let me see what's on yeah. Fox News, which is on the outs with a lot of people from our perspective right now. Yeah. And I just uh, watched yeah. a news conference with lead attorney, Mayor Rudy John, America's Mayor, <laughs> America's Mayor and, Rudy, uh, Sidney Powell, and uh, what is uh, the last gal's name? She's also a lawyer. Harris is the last name, but Kamala Harris. No, not Kamala Harris. It's but, Kamala. No. Make sure you say Kamala, not Kamala. It's, it's not Kamala. Okay. Yeah, so okay. <laughs> we got that right. Yeah. But the point, the point of us saying that is uh, President Trump has not conceded the election. Well, and you saw – I didn't see that. You saw some pretty compelling evidence, correct? Yeah. It, yeah. It, yeah. The, the narrative right now for a large part of the media is there's not any widespread fraud, not enough to swing the election. Yeah. Joe Biden will be the 46th president of the United States and Kamala Harris will be the vice president and President Trump has not conceded, which you and I are of the perspective that he shouldn't. He should there, not. There's yes. enough questions. Yes. And in this press conference, this is what they brought forward. So they, excuse me, they brought forward in Nevada, in Wisconsin. Is Nevada part of the deal in, now? In Pennsylvania. Well, they're saying you're seeing the same patterns of election fraud, of election, um, uh, not equal counting of the ballots in a sense. So this is where we find ourselves as a nation. Yeah, and it's a, it's a really terrible place to be. And I have it and is. I sense mass confusion over the nation. And you know who is the author of confusion? This is why I know this is very demonic. I mean, I'm just going to go out and say it. I think it it's is. very demonic. I totally agree with you. And I think we. I think what's important is, um, everyone listening might not agree with our viewpoints right. or even our where we're seeing it. But I think it's important to be honest. Yeah. You know what we're missing on social media is intellectual honesty and in the media. I, I just want, here's what I would, I, I put this on Facebook the other day. Just people that are on the far left and on the far right, I don't sit on the far left or the far right. Um, I'm a conservative and I vote life. I vote for anybody that stands for life, pro-life, um, and for and it, as a constitutionalist. Uh, hey, let's read the Constitution and let's understand freedoms that we have. And you, government is not supposed to go in and basically tell us all the little things that we can and can't do. Right. right. So that's who I vote for. So um, I want I want to pause here for a minute because I'm your Selah. Yeah, I'm your, your friend of 17 years, and I want to intro this because I want you to talk about this. You've always voted, always had yeah. like, hey, this is what I believe, but this is not um, what was going on in government and things like that. That necessarily wasn't a big focus of yours. No. Go back to 2016 for me. I'm watching the Republican mm-hmm. primaries. How many guys? Like 12, 13 oh, at the beginning? Right a ton, yeah. For me, I've always followed this since I can remember 84, Reagan. Yeah. I mean, I, my, you know, this might bother some people. My dad, even as a kid, introduced me to Rush Limbaugh when he wasn't even nationwide. I mean, <gasps> yeah. So this is oh this is like how I followed this stuff. I thought one time I would be in politics, all this stuff. So I see you though, 2016, and I'm going, man, I, I've never seen like Chris kind of 
this involved in kind of supporting. And it was kind of clear, at least from my perspective, that you, you, you were getting behind Trump even in the primaries. <laughs> yes, I, I, I guess I, I was behind Trump. Right. And For some reason, it didn't make sense to me. Right. And I'm your friend. I go, hey, what? And you didn't, you didn't solicit this to me. Tell me what kind of God showed you 2016. Well, I will say this, though. Yeah. Um, I, I, I have been – I really enjoy – I don't like the political minutia, but I, I, I've always enjoyed the, uh, the ramping up of the political season and the debates. I've always liked that. Sure. Even as, even as a young guy. Um, um, it's like uh, – it really, it really actually Bush, – Bush Gore was when it first – Kind of, but there was something different about sixteen, and definitely at, at some point, I don't know where it was. I don't even I don't even believe he was the nominee yet. No, he wasn't. I'm I'm just I'm pulling out and, of my and we're talking about President Trump. Right yeah, now, Trump. Yeah. I'm pulling out of my driveway, and I don't even know if I was praying. I just you know, but again, it just goes if you know God. You're constantly talking to God. We don't even like even subconsciously. It's like you're the now, same way, I right? I remember. I remember if if this is a story that I remember correctly. Uh -huh. You drop your kids off at school and you're pulling out of the parking lot at the elementary school. It might have been. I don't yeah. even know. It okay. might have been that. Yeah. I know I was driving. I was coming okay. up from somewhere. Maybe it was from the school. Right. Um, but all of a sudden, I, I have an open vision, and I've only I've only had two. And most of your audience will know what an open vision is, probably. But here's how I here's how I describe an open vision: um, you're awake, and you like it's it's almost like the sky opens up, and it's you see something in 3D, and it's like, and you can I'm mean, I'm still driving, and you're still I'm still doing stuff, but I see this open vision huh. unfolding before me, and it it freaks me. Have you ever had an open vision? It's freaky. It's different. And so. I know the first time I had an open vision that it was a um, it was a word of knowledge, and that was true. So I knew that oh this there's something on this. This one was not a word of knowledge; it was a prophetic foreseeing right. or foretelling of right. something. And I see this. I'm not even thinking about Trump. Yeah. I see Donald Trump standing there. I can tell you what he was wearing, and he is being sworn in as the next president, not even the nominee at this point. And all of a sudden, I just start speaking in tongues, and I hear the Lord say so clearly. His you, see it, you see it like you would see it like on the, the Capitol steps on inauguration day. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. I saw it. Surrounded by people, I saw everything, the tie, everything. And he, was in, he ended up, it was exactly like I saw. And his wife was standing there, and he's being sworn in. And the Lord says, and I was so honored that God shared this with me. The Lord says, his entire life, I've prepared him mm. for such a time as this. Well, and I knew he was going to be president. Mm. And I told you that. Yeah, you did. And you, didn't, you were like, well, you didn't have that word. Not that it meant. No, no, I mean, yeah, it yeah. A, but you said, well, you, you didn't, you believe what I saw, but you, you weren't as confident. No, I was. Because you didn't have a word. And right. I, I get that. Right. So election night comes. He's down big. Yeah, no one thinks he's going to win. But even the first results come in, and I'm going, oh, my gosh. My mom calls me, and she says, are you still believing this? Because I told a few people, I told my mom. Because, I mean, at that they were projecting he was going to lose. If all these states kept falling like they would, he was going to lose, like, 
400 to 123 or something. Yeah, yeah. 350. And Florida was in the balance, remember? Yeah. And my mom texted me, do you still believe? Which, and I said, I just know what God, I just know what I saw. Yeah. You know? I, wa- I want to pause here for a minute uh, because I don't remember, maybe there was, but my personal experience is this about our current president, President Donald J. Trump, is this. I'm a follower of, you know, like I said, I follow this stuff. I always had my my particular people. I wanted, obviously, a pro-life candidate. I wanted a candidate who was going to cut government. Ted Cruz was your guy. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll I'll say this, and and this leads into what I'm about, what I want to discuss here. And it's this, that I know people similar to me, other leaders, other people that, you know, we talk to the Lord, prophetic people, prophets, that pretty much out of nowhere, God starts talking to people about the president, Donald Trump. You know, probably the most famous one in our movement, Lance Wall. Now, God's chaos candidate. He's a Cyrus. He's this, he's that. So it's from this place of, I believe that God is speaking to me about this man who's clearly flawed, clearly at times maybe hasn't lived a moral life, all these different things that we can think of as believers that may be like, uh, are you sure, God? And I had the same thoughts. And there was this, there was this witness. And I'll, I'll tell you what, too, as well, and I can mention them because, you know, it's been public, uh, doing a conference uh, last year in Washington, D.C. with Tom and Jamie Hammond. And Tom did a whole session in this conference where he went through on all the different prophetic words about Donald Trump. And we believe that God is choosing him to lead our nation during this time. And uh, even in this season where many and many of these prophets have not backed off from, from this, that he will be reelected. He will serve another four years that it wasn't like an intellectual thing. It was like in prayer, seeking the Lord. Wasn't someone certainly I would choose, but I will say this. As I prayed through it, I began to believe he was God's choice. I actually gave to Ted Was or past, was was or is. Was and is. Was and is and is to be ahead. Yeah. For the record. Yeah. I don't know if you've, I don't know if I've ever seen you say this publicly. Yeah. For the record, you believe, as we sit here today, Donald Trump is God's candidate for another four years. Is this what you're saying? Yes, I believe that firmly with all my heart. Breaking news. Yeah. If you didn't know that, I, think I knew breaking, that. Yeah. But I don't know if you've ever said that publicly. Yeah, I think I might have, or, or I definitely with my prayer group. So, yeah. But you said something a minute ago, and I wanted to question on it. You said prophets are backing off. They're not backing no, off. No, no, what I'm saying, they haven't, they're not backing off. They're not off. backing off. In fact, off. the one guy that did recanted his back right. off. Yeah. Yeah, Chris, uh, Chris Valentin. I'm, I'm not going to say, but, yeah. Anyway, okay, yeah. everyone we knows. We can yeah. say it. We, it's public. Because well, he said public, it. Chris Valentin um, yeah. recanted that. Yeah. Um, but, but, but let's go, let's go, can we go right back to election night? Again, all the polls say. This one now? We'll go back to 2016 yeah. and then we, we can keep, the, your mom calls you on election night. Pretty much no one, no right, I don't know many people who said he's definitely going to win. Except maybe Cat Kerr. Yeah, there was not, it wasn't this, it wasn't like this time. Yeah. No, I was one of the lone ones. Right, right, right. Yeah. And um, no, and I just kept watching going, uh, and then as it kept turning, 
you know, it's like, yeah, this is, the, I just, because you know when God speaks, it's right. just, it's, you can't deny it. Now, had he not won, what would I have said? I would have said, I know exactly what God showed me. I can't, I can't answer for it. I'm right. not going to, I'm not going to backpedal. I'm right. not going to apologize for what I heard from the Lord. Right. Um, so, um, yeah, he got elected. And as soon as he took office, this is what, this is what we have to go back to. What I was trying to say in the first part, we have lost intellectual integrity because just admit you hate Trump. Okay. Just admit it. Wait, I'll, I'll have let, a lot wanna, more respect want, for you. I want to pause here. I want to pause here. I keep trying to get this point off and we keep saline. No, because I think this is important because I think now we're, we're, we're going to go about four years now into his presidency. And here's what we do know. We do know this is, this is factual information that even though all the polls showed no way he's winning. Hillary's definitely president. People jumping ship, even Republicans jumping ship from him. Republicans even telling him when the audio recording came out a few weeks before the election, you should get out. You, you know, you're going to lose this anyway. All these things that, that the incoming administration, even though it showed that he was going to lose, that they, they, they surveilled his campaign. Now we know there was no good information. It was, it was paid for by the Democrat, the, the, uh, the dossier they used to get a secret, uh, um, to, to get the, the warrant to be able to spy on his campaign. We know all, all, of these, illegal. all of these things came against him. In my lifetime- Like we've never seen before. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. In my lifetime, we've never seen- Never. Both Republican and Democrats- hate a man. In my lifetime, the, the media in this nation has always been left progressive. That's, yeah. that's a fact. But we've never seen, in a sense, uh, at least they would at least try some journalism. We literally see now they're arguing. They're actually arguing with him in, yeah, it's, press, it's, it's in press conferences. It's so dishonoring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw a little bit of this um, from the church with Obama. That's true. It's we very saw the church yeah. was really terrible to Obama. To Obama. Yeah, um, I think some, some, yeah, yeah some in the church. Yeah. So I know people would, the way they would talk about him. That's yeah, true. This it's is horrible. fair point. But but not overall in the media and general. But here's here's the thing. Again, back to being intellectual. Just admit you hate him. Okay, so admit that. But there's some. It's a hypocr people are just so hypocritical. When he took office, immediately. Russia collusion. Right, they right. were screaming fake elections. Right, right. And now, but, but, but you can't give Trump and his people four weeks to have an investigation. They had three years of investigations. Impeachment. Against Donald Trump. They impeached him. They found nothing. That's the fact. Okay. Now, Trump, there is some, even if you want to call it circumstantial evidence. Uh, okay. There's still evidence. That this election what, has problems. What we do know at what we do know at this point, even just in the state of Michigan, two hundred twenty affidavits and for That's I'm, what not, I'm, saying. I'm not a lawyer, but affidavits is. But you play one on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Affidavits. You're signing this saying on the penalty of perjury, meaning I could go to jail. This is absolutely yeah, this is, true. These, are, these are this is things that uh, a judge and a court would would say, oh, there's this many affidavits right, right. sworn under penalty of perjury. Right. We have to look at it. But th where, the, where the hypocrisy and the evilness comes from right. is that there's a whole group of people that are saying, I don't care. And here's why. 
For four years, we were told by the media and by people on the far left that Trump is as bad as Hitler. That's right. If you think Trump's Hitler, you will do whatever you can to get him out of office. It doesn't matter if it's right or wrong because he's Hitler. Would you agree? I mean, if, if he was Hitler, we'd feel the same way. Like, no, you I, have to absolutely. Get so, but I think, again, what we're seeing goes, is this intellectual dishonesty. It, it goes back to, I don't think I've ever seen a sitting American president attacked in the manner that he's attacked. Why do you think that is? Well, but that, that's what I'm saying. So we're going yeah. back. I think the spiritual element. Yeah, there, there's a theme exactly that I think that the Lord wants us to clearly see. Prophetically, as people of God, as people, we uh, two things. We we want the will of God in our lives, but also according to Acts, Paul says it. God sets boundaries, and He sets the boundaries for nations. Matthew 25, there'll be a judgment, not only for individuals, but also for nations. Matthew 25, uh, the goat and the sheep nations. So as Americans, our responsibility is to pray for the best. So prophetically, not just one or two, but there was this, there was this at least witness with fivefold leaders that said, Trump is God's choice for this nation. And I'll tell you one thing that, that, that I have said repeatedly, and this is just like you had your vision, right? With just, you're, just, you're just kind of meditating. One of the things that the Lord has told me is this repeatedly, just out of nowhere, I'll be eating dinner. I'll be watching TV. I'll be praying. He goes, over probably at least the last eight years. I haven't documented, but I know it's at least eight years. Abner, you're going to see corruption yes. exposed yep. at the highest levels in this thing. And then he would just, they would leave it there. You've and told me this, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so, and so you've seen literally everything that can be thrown against this president thrown against him. Yeah. And now we have a, a, an election. I'm not an expert. I know what I sense when I was watching something is wrong here. Yes. Something is not right. This doesn't sit right with my heart. So let's pray. And now we have evidence coming forward of this. And so I believe that for us as believers, this is not a, a, a Republican. Let's, a dec, let's, 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 even though you and I both identify with, I voted for him unashamedly. I said I voted for him because I thought he was the best choice. Uh, it's much bigger than that. And then for our nation, for your, for your oldest, for your children's mm -hmm. children to not, really understand if there's a free election, if there yeah. was a, if there was an election where there was crookedness yeah. or, or key states were swung in the wrong direction. These are the things that are very important. Yeah. And it is, it is very, it's very important. It's crucial uh, of uh, everything. Of course, kingdom over everything. We right. all, we know that let's, right. but it is very crucial who sits in the office. Although I, I've said to you before, I believe the church should set the spiritual climate of a nation. Yeah. Um, and, but these are crucial things that we're talking about here. Um, exactly. But I did not, I have not, I did not get a word that he was going to be reelected. Right. So for me personally, right. um, I, I don't know. I, I, I will tell you this, and I've told you this, you know, before that, you know, I voted, you know, when Obama was, I couldn't believe Obama was elected Right. A second time, to be honest with you, right. I, I got the first one. I mean, first African American president. I mean, it was there was something that was really awesome. Historical, about it. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Um, 
But I wasn't depr- I wasn't like irritated about it. I mean, I, I was I was annoyed, but like I went to bed. Yeah, yeah same here. Second time he got elected, I thought, it was I, like, thought I thought the opposition candidates were both very. Weak. It was like okay, poor, poorly Obama's, run campaigns. Obama's our president yeah. again. Cool. What? That's whatever. You know, my life's not going to change. Whatever. I could not do that this time. 2020, there was something about it where really agitated my spirit. And, and I told you this on the phone. That's you're, how I know. You're provoked. This is, there is, a, there is something spiritual and very demonic going on here. Because my spirit is still, that's a good word, provoked. Yeah. And for those of you, this has been a tough year, period. But for those of us who have a high level of justice in our who we are. Yeah. This I has agree. been a tough year. Yeah. Because we see injustice with government overreach. We see injustice right now, what perceived injustice with this election. Yeah. So we have to really make sure we are grounded in Christ, in Christ alone, man. Amen. So that we can get through this with peace. Because you're a justice guy too. And my wife, big, big justice gal. This these kind of things, you know, you have the governors of shutting down churches and you go this is not actually constitutionally correct right and so the justice in you wants to go how dare you but you have to you have to balance that with the kingdom and so it's 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 been a really balancing act all year hasn't it um i want to say some things on trump though yeah go ahead um again i don't know if he's I believe he's supposed to be the president. I don't know. I believe he's going to be reelected. I don't know how. I just believe it. But there has been some really cool things. I want to read. Um, if you want to get real prophetic, um, I posted this yesterday. Do you know Johnny Enlow? Yes, of course. We love Johnny. So did you see my post? So I posted this. I, I, I started. I said, um, the software used in states that we're finding major problems with is called Dominion. And then I quoted Johnny, and I said, this is from Johnny Enlow the other day. Colossians 1.13. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the son he loves. Colossians 1.13. Note that the election date was 1.13.11.3. Right. And so if anybody that is prophetic out there goes... This is pretty cool. We have been praying. They used the word dominion, and it was Colossians 11, uh, 1, 1, uh, 1, 13. Dominion was the software used. Is the software that's in being these used. States, yeah. We've been praying at our church ever since I took over. It's like there were a couple of things I couldn't get away from. One was um, hope. I kept releasing hope. Uh, I took Thank over in you, March. Lord. I took over in March. Yeah. Hope, hope, hope. Quit, quit listening to the news. Release hope. The news is the news are the modern day prophets of Baal. That's what I believe. I agree. They're prophesying things that aren't true. Right. So you can bow to their agenda. And you know what happened to the prophets of Baal? <laughs> they were destroyed. They yeah. were destroyed. Um, and so, and the other thing I couldn't get away from was we kept, we kept praying. I'd stand in my Sunday and all of a sudden I'd be like, God, expose darkness. Expose darkness. Expose corruption. Wow. Same thing. We've been asking yeah. for it for months. Right. So why are we surprised when ex- when corruption is being exposed? You know, this is really interesting what you're I'm saying. I'm not surprised. And we'll close this first program here in a minute. And we're we're going to come back next week with Chris because there's there's something that still God wants to say here. I think, I believe it was the Thursday, last Thursday, Thursday after the election, or 
Two, that'd be two thirds. Two, two, yeah. two thirds. Seems like uh, it wasn't a word, but more like this impression of God telling me. He said to me, or, or like this, this sense that it was actually the prayers of God's people that have actually allowed to happen what what's happened now with the election. And I have prayed this over and over again with our prayer group. I believe that if the election was close, and I believe that because I prayed, I didn't have like this word, but you know, when you're prophetically praying that if the election was close, they would try and steal it from President Trump. So closing this program just here today, if whatever else you have, but I want you to pray right now, all those things. And I'm going to agree with you in prayer. Then we're going to come back next week with yeah, part and, two. And here's the deal. I want whoever God wants in office. It's not, I'm not like a, it's not like Trump, you know, some guys are all, it's Trump right. can do no wrong. Right. And again, again, they're not being honest. Like, no, the dude's not perfect. Right. There's some things that he does and says, totally and it's like, agree. come on, yeah. dude. Um, so that's not, it's not the issue. Um, you have groups, you have groups of Christians that love, you know, I know these Christians and it's Biden and Kamala Harris and they can do no wrong and, and God's ushering them in and they, they believe Trump's racist and, right. and they don't understand how in the world I could vote for Trump. Right. And I kind of go, I don't know how you could vote for somebody that's, that's literally pro like death until like the baby's born. And it's like, you right. can, it, to me, that doesn't make sense. So, um, but what I've been praying is corruption to be exposed and whoever God wants in office to be in office. I just happen to believe it's Trump. But if I'm wrong, then God show us. Yeah. And if there's no voter fraud, then let it be very clear. But, but I we say, want truth. Yeah, I would say, though, the prayer of what you just said. Yeah, we believe. We're not hiding the fact of who we voted for, who we advocated for, who we feel like prophetically God wants in. But I feel like the prayer of truth and righteousness for the That's sake the of our nation. That's it. I, I don't think you can go wrong with that. No, I don't. And so I'm going to pray right now. Father, we, as we sit here oil. tonight, um, today, Father, we just continue. We mm. continue to ask that you would expose corruption across this nation. Nations look to us. That's right. And Father, I ask that everything Everything that has been corrupt and evil that is that sits in high places in this season will be completely revealed in Jesus' name. Expose the darkness. Yeah. And God, we pray that who you desire to sit in the seat of the office of the president, who will move this nation in and uh, toward toward things of the kingdom. Not that we even have to have. Uh, a Christian in office, but God, that will that will come in alignment yep. with freedom. One of the things Jesus came to do was to set the captives free. That's right. We want a country that operates and walks in freedom and that understands, God, what the Constitution is for us. So, not to, get, not to be nationalist and to be America first, but blah, blah, blah. no, God, I'm kingdom first, but I live in America, and I love America. And yeah. so I'm asking that you would expose we asked that you would do it with racism. You exposed racism. And now yep. I'm asking that you would expose governmental corruption in Jesus' name. Yeah. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We stand with the prophets. Come on. I stand with the prophets. Yeah. Honor and the it, prophets. Just, get a prophet's just, reward. Just as Chris was praying, I've seen this many times. People in our Daniel company group will know that I say this. There's a, I just see Jesus wielding a gavel once again. It's like the gavel of a judge. 
and releasing it over America, releasing truth, releasing righteousness. And I actually see the angel of the Lord as the people of God pray according to the will of God and pray words from heaven that change earth. Righteousness come. And Lord, I just declare America is coming into godly righteousness in Jesus' name. Guys, thanks so much for joining us tonight. We're, we're going to be back next week with Chris and continuing this discussion. So please join us. And uh, thank you for joining us from around the world.